Hello! Welcome to a very special episode of International Waters, the transatlantic panel show that pits two teams of comedians against each other in a pop culture battle royale. I'm Kevin Allison, <laughs> host of the Risk podcast on Maximum Fun. Now, this is a very special switcheroo episode of International Waters. As your favorite Max Fun shows, we've all swapped, swapped. Host for one episode. I know John Hodgman is um, uh, hosting <laughs> Risk this week, and here I am, <laughs> your trusty <clears throat> captain, sitting at the helm for International Waters. Um, I'm sitting in for Dave Holmes. I hope to bring some of my magic storytelling skills here to International Waters today. We're taping in New York with four fantastic guests, and you know what? None of us are... Uh, we're all from New York City, so there's nothing very international about it at all. I'm from S- Cleveland. It, what? Well, yeah, Not so, a couple. There's just some Lake lo- Erie, there's a, Ohio. There's a lot of Ohioans here. I am too. Yeah. So let's and you're play. From Maryland, right? <laughs> Mostly. Hey guys, I'm from Arizona. Not to derail you. <laughs> I'm from God the Bay Area. Damn, we're from all over the place. <laughs> wow, you could not get a more uh, disparate group of folks together, right? Yep. So as far let... as uh, white people from the East Coast go. <laughs> it's, it's a great point. So let's play International Waters. I'm just assuming there's a sting or something like that there. Okay, so playing for our first team, she is a stand-up comedy writer and radio personality from Keith and the Girl Network. It's Micah Fox! Yeah, hi. Hi, Micah. How are you today? Oh, I'm thrilled to be yeah. here on International Waters. Uh, God bless it. God bless it. Now, what's mm-hmm. going on with your show over there at uh, uh, Keith and the Girl? Is that the Micah Fox show? Yeah, Micah Fox and Friends. Uh, every week I bring on one of my carefully cultivated people from my friendship group, and we uh, talk shit about everyone else we know. Yay! Cool. That sounds fantastic. Also playing on Micah's team from 30 Rock and At Midnight, author of the new book, If the Raindrops United, he's Judah Friedlander. Oh, shit. I totally missed No, that's now. good. Oh, God. No, what? What happened? What happened? I thought that Disaster. was a Disaster. I thought that was a good introduction. Friedlander. I didn't hear it. I heard Friedlander. Oh, okay. Sounded clear to me. Yeah. (laughs) Terrific. Like, when you said it, I was like, well, he's talking about Judah. Oh, yeah, yeah, There was no uh, bump. Yeah, I knew from the beginning that it, it was me you yeah. were referring to. Yeah. So I, I, I think you should feel confident about that introduction. Yeah. I think it was solid. And I just like to say, so I think it's great to be here on an episode where it's just national waters. Yeah. You know? I mean, I think USA, this is a big victory for us mm-hmm. yeah. against the UK. Absolutely. And, we uh, finally got those fuckers out of after here. After all these years. Mm-hmm. This is the episode people are going to remember of, <laughs> yeah. of, of when this podcast you know, took a turn uh, into national for, for the right side of history. <laughs> They're yeah. going to write yeah, like yeah, a absolutely. Hamilton about this moment. Yeah. Okay, so we're going to get to know <laughs> our team a little better throughout the show. But for now, Mike and Judah, I'd like you to come up with a buzz-in word that you feel best represents your team or this great nation at this time, which is unnecessary because we all belong to the same nation. Oh, I don't know. What do you think? Do the Trump? What 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 do you think represents this great nation right this now? Great nation. I think No, uh, no, no. Better to represent your team. Oh, team. right. Oh. Well, we're going to call ourselves the Freedlander Fox. Yeah, we got to get the names. Is that our 
that's Did my little song saying I would I go like, you know, well I would say, you know, not to tell you your business, but if you're the Friedlander foxes, why not go like, like Oh, that's thing. good. <laughs> Just that's thinking good. out loud. Yeah. That's good. That might you know, slow us down. I but, think you did that yeah. so well. I think you should do that for us. When, when sure. Okay. <laughs> well, maybe, we'll send maybe, you. Maybe uh, when they <laughs> yell out their name, you do that to follow it. So we need to come up with a name to buzz in. Yeah, basically. yeah, yeah. So you yell out your name, and then he'll do the little ba ba doom. You get me a couple coconuts, I'll follow that with some horse clippity clops. Holy yeah. shit. If you want. Yeah, that, that would be something. Micah, what's your thoughts? I, I don't know. What about buzz? What do you, you buzz in? We'll just buzz. We'll just say just buzz, buzz in. in. Yeah, you're always good too. Yeah, just buzzer. Bu- buzzer. All right, we'll say buzzer. What about Jeopardy? <laughs> okay. What about buzzer. Friedlander Foxes? On team right. buzzer. Uh, okay, and on the opposing team, he's the host of the goddamn Dave Hill Show on WFMU. His debut comedy album, "Let Me Turn You On," was recently released by a Special Thing Records. He's Dave Hill. Yeah, well, you cut out the Snoop Dogg part. Oh, shit. God, what? what, what I'm opening it? for Snoop Dogg. That's the best part. You're opening for Snoop Dogg? That should have been on there. Where at? Snoop Dogg Austin Fest? City Limits. Me, That's me, great. Me and Snoop Dogg, one Holy special evening camoles. that no one will ever Remember. agree to again. Are you, are you going <laughs> to split a dube with him? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Not if you put it like that. <laughs> All right. Finally, she's a comedy... Uh, comedian. She's a comedy comedian. I'm a comedian, comedy comedian, yeah. That sort. She's a writer and founder of Project You Are Okay. It's Jenny Jaffe. Yay. Woo-hoo-hoo. How you doing, Jenny? I'm really good. Thanks, Kevin. How God are you? Bless. I am so good. And now I want to know yes. what your buzzing word is. Uh, Dave, do we know yet? Well, are, is our team name Black Widow? Yeah, it is. Go with that? Well... I don't know any spy. I was I like know, I was sting. Just, no, that's yeah, not yeah, like a mountain lion. Like, oh, like, yeah. Even though I like that. that's not diff. It's not yeah, well, black ma- widow related. You, it stands to reason that there might be a black widow in the crevices of the rock that the mountain lion. Is sure, that, it sounds like that's a mountain perfect, lion who yeah. just got bit by a black widow. <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. I think right. that's good. What, I think that's great. Also, haven't they made like recordings on like micro levels and found that spiders do bark? Isn't that oh, a thing? I'm, no, I would hope that's so. A, that, that's oh, the sweet. barking spider is what you say when you farted. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Spi- you <laughs> don't know that? <laughs> oh, that's what somebody so, told me. I, I was like, like sexy. I like how uh, it, the legend has grown, though, <laughs> to the to you kids who think that happened. Yeah, for God's sake, these kids. It's amazing how they just haven't learned. No. You, did you know that barking spider yeah. means fart? Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. You're, I didn't know. You're that. a man in the world. You have. Yeah. You live in yeah. your own home and things mm-hmm. like that. Well, farting is a whole different thing to me. <laughs> <laughs> is that some veil? Is this a trivia qu- uh, buzzer, think- buzzer? Buzzer, buzzer. I got it. <laughs> I think that was awesome. I get it. I like it. All right, right, guys. Listen, we're kicking off with a round called What's the Story? Uh, My show Risk is all about true stories, sometimes shocking, sometimes heartwarming, uh, but always uh, completely uncensored. Now we're going to learn a little more uh, about the shocking side of things. I'm going to ask everyone the craziest news stories from this week. Correct answers will earn you a point. Funny answers earn you two. So pretend you're on the Hollywood Squares like Paul Lind. <laughs> Paul yeah, Lind, George one of my Goble. favorites. There you go. Wait, so just to clarify, so when we want to buzz in, we go, Rawr. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. Or so, so, so like, Rawr. 
There you go. Will points be knocked if I can't make that sound? Are you sure you guys don't want to just switch to some noise? It's more fun. You're, yeah. you're no, nihilistic. I, think, I, think I, I just want to say like... buzz. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. Well, that is a noise. Maybe you could make a We should just say buzz kill. We should say buzz kill. We should say buzz kill. What if you guys went boing, 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 but haver, uh, Nicki Minaj made an announcement on Twitter using the hashtag Nicki Surprise. What was the surprise? Ow! Uh, team. Ow! Uh, she's pregnant. <laughs> um, that, that would be that would be a nice surprise. That would be wow. tomorrow. No. Yes, she she has she's having a sitcom on ABC. Oh, is that the thing? You already won. They already won. That you guys, you get, you got to get quicker Wait, boy, with all your. Doing? Yeah, no. Well, no. That's, that's Wait, does it, live, does it automatically go? Did I cheat though? Does it automatically go to them? Oh no, no, no! I don't it? think so. I think I think you know we just got through that very quickly because you know you're Nicki Minaj. You just got I don't fuck around with Nicki You guys Minaj just got trivia. bit by the Black Widow. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yes, she is executive producing a nice. sitcom for ABC Family based on her life story. Now, for a bonus point, pitch me the Nicki Minaj twist on traditional sitcom storylines. For example, oh, no, the boss is coming to dinner and I still haven't written that song about my butt. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, her uh, Nicki Minaj's TV husband is going on like a, a trip and he says it's a business trip, but it's actually to go to like the Super Bowl. And oh, she shit. catches him. So and then he finally cops to it. And then he has to do just what she wants to do that weekend, which is go shopping <laughs> for her new line of Nazi themed uh uniform uh tight fitting clothing. Wow. wow. Why do they get into any trouble TV. over the whole Nazi aspect of it all? No, it's totally fine. Oh, it's totally right. fine. Yeah. All right. Well, she had that one video where it was like all Nazi stuff. Wait, what? It was the song only, and it's like the there's like a cartoon. Uh, it's like an animated music Are video you she of did. The wall? Were, did no. people? Did, were there a lot of butts? No, no. But there was. It was all like it all looked like they just watched like. Uh, some Nazi propaganda film and just uh, slightly changed uh, the stuff. Sounds like a Taylor Swift video to me. Mm-hmm. Did anyone give birth to like a pound and a half of live shrimp? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. Kevin's like dying to tell us <laughs> about what his weekend. What are you, what? I don't know. Just making stuff. I'm keeping it lively here. <laughs> All right. So now, wait. Did uh, you? So that's you guys got the bonus point there. Okay. Uh, that got the bonus point. Cool. Okay. Uh, now, hey, remember how last week we couldn't stop laughing about how Prime Minister David Cameron put his dick in a dead pig's mouth? <laughs> I'm well, still on that. Yeah. Oh, all right. Well, we are yeah. going to move on though to this Florida guy. Okay. Uh, he's a U.S. Senate candidate, not Kenneth Senate. <laughs> Did it? Who admitted to doing what to an animal? Uh, boy, boy, boy. 
Yes? Yes? Uh, he, uh, he stole the apple out of a roasted pig and shoved it up his asshole. And wow. then, you know, it was full of spiders and they died. And then That's, he... boing, boing, boing. <laughs> That's yeah. actually not what happened. What happened oh. was he actually uh, gave his pet dog, Rusty, uh, his own gun for uh, his dog's uh, fourth birthday. Oh, that was it. You're right. Yeah. Dogs are actually allowed to own guns now in Florida. So. Well, that sounds safer than people, right? Yeah. You can always <laughs> well, trust a dog. It's man's best friend. Yeah. I true. mean, how can you deny man's best friends the right to own guns? Mm-hmm. So, so that that's what happened. That's what I read. Though there was a heartwarming story recently of a Wait, guy. wait. You've got to go. I don't know what the question oh, is. Oh, uh, well, it was, <laughs> oh, what did the U.S. Senate candidate do to an animal? Oh, but, but you know, oh. whatever, if you want to tell another story. Yeah, apropos of nothing, uh, there was a guy who, who tried to shoot a bunch of puppies because he couldn't find them homes, and one of the puppies got a hold of the gun and shot him. <laughs> True story. How did the puppy shoot the gun? With his paws. That's the name of my That's next so novel. That's so cute. Florida, Florida has, uh, just like, you know, most states have, um, you know, classes for, you know, how to shoot firearms. Right. Florida has them for dogs, too. Yeah. Aww. Yeah. I mean, dogs very. do races in Florida. There's dog races. You know, they're, they're very progressive. Mm-hmm. And as far as when it comes to dogs, I was trying to loudly drink my tea. There. The only problem is they put the sight on the head and then they just chase it like a laser beam. It's a real you problem. You guys Adorable. are so goddamn wrong. <laughs> the answer is he drank an animal's blood. Oh, oh I, yes. I did hear that. I did Libertarian that. Party candidate. He was confronted by members of his own party. Uh, they said he had sacrificed a goat during a pagan ritual uh, and he admitted it. And then things got weird. <laughs> Um, wow. Yeah. I'm sticking by my answer uh, <laughs> with the gun uh, for the dog's birthday. I just think the media hasn't really covered Picked it up yet. On yeah. it. Yeah. But I, 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 I've seen the guy. It, yeah. it, it happened. We need some fact-checking on that yeah. one. Why does the, the goat sacrificing always has to be connected to a pagan ritual? It's never just because. Yeah, just for just, funsies. Right, right. Well, this guy, he says his name is Augustus Sol Invictus, yeah. which is Latin for I'm out of my fucking mind. <laughs> Wait, was was this like something he did recently or was it like, oh, this was at the Skull and Bones Club or whatever? Uh, he said, I did sacrifice a goat. I know that's probably a quibble in the mind of most Americans. <laughs> <laughs> he used the word quibble. <laughs> yeah. most See, American, he, he is just regular folks. Yeah, I mean, we are here. We are quibbling about it left and right. I don't know. I don't know yeah. if quibble. I the think word. you know. On the list of what most politicians do, it's pretty minor. So wait, yeah. is there. that illegal? Is this tell me like wrong? it is? Is that wrong to drink a goat's blood? Is that illegal? It's probably you can eat a goat's wrong. meat, and that's not illegal. You should microwave it first. No, that's always a good question. I, I mean, it's like... non-consensual. You know? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. But like, it... you could eat that goat, and it would be like, oh yeah, that's it's like true. Sulaki, that's true. But... Look at that. Our fucked up priorities here. That's the thing. I don't think he did anything wrong. It's just the mindset. Like, if he were just to kill a goat for a dinner, the only difference is what he's thinking. Yeah. So it's really a thought crime. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Well, Aldous Huxley better weigh in on this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, guys, let's move on. It is an American tradition. In times of natural disaster, friends and neighbors band together to help each other out. But this was a first. During the California wildfires, a few local businesses offered fire-affected residents free what? Uh, boy, wait, 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 wait. Is that my thing? Oh, yeah. 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 Uh, free Wi-Fi, free Wi-Fi. 
Oh, gosh, that would be nice. Wait, start. Wildfire, if you will. People were in wildfires, and then uh, California businesses were like, okay, you people who have been in fires, here's some free what? Is it too late to say (laughs) Wi-Fi? No, not at all. Uh, You know, I I guess it would be a tie. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Scones. (laughs) <laughs> you mean scuns? Scuns. Isn't that how they would say it? If we, if we had anyone from... If, we, from, well, I don't if this know, was actually uh, international fire, waters. Fire extinguishers? Oh, wow. That would that, But that would get rather expensive, depending on how many... But everyone wants their own, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's true. It's true. I don't have one. Yet. Seems like they'd be fun. I've never used one. We they still don't have great. the. We don't. We don't have the answer. I think we won. No, no, I, I got it. I, I got it. Right. I, th- I think no one won here because what? medical marijuana is the uh, answer. Oh. That Guys, makes sense. that makes sense. We're calling yeah. it marijuana now. Uh, two... <laughs> I love celebrating marijuana. <laughs> <laughs> two medicinal cannabis providers care by design and absolute extracts offered California wildfire victims up to $200 of free weed and weed accessories. You know, like black light posters and um, hot pockets. <laughs> Doritos, yeah. Mm-hmm. Stoner with a boner. Uh, tattoos. <laughs> <laughs> That's a thing? Well, it is now. A, Did you just make that up? Tr- tramp stamp. All right. <laughs> All right. Now, let's see. What am I saying now? You might think forest fire victims would be hesitant to light plant matter on fire with their highly flammable homes. That's good. Very uh, nearby. Segway, right? segway, yeah. But you're wrong. Over $20,000 worth of free weed has been claimed as of today. Wow. Right? That's great. So. What a great time to be alive. <laughs> or barely alive. I say alive. more forest fires. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, if the forest was the weed plant, then, you know, you just figure you're saving the harvest before it goes. What a great time to have slightly seared lungs. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, Let's hotbox this whole state. Let's go. <laughs> All right, guys, for a bonus point, what's the highest you've ever been? And what terrible mistakes <laughs> did you make? Best story gets the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I told the story on risk, actually. I was high for like more than 48 hours on some uh, laced edibles. Uh, And during that time, uh, my roommates went to the hospital, but I went to vote in the 2012 election (laughs) and could not for the life of me remember how to sign my name. So there's a political document somewhere, and I just remember drawing circles (laughs) and hoping that maybe that was it. What, What had it been laced with? We're not 100% sure. The thought is PCP. Everybody was hallucinating pretty terribly for that like always goes two well. days. Yeah. yeah, It was really traumatic. Oh, my gosh. Um, any other highest you've ever been and crazy shit you did stories? Yeah. Once I got pulled over. By, boy, 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 yeah, yeah. I was oh, working yeah. out real well. Uh, I got pulled over for a driving while drunk, and I had to take all the drunk driving tests. So I wasn't drunk. I was just stoned as shit. So, like, technically passed. We could tell I was, like, real fucked up. I had no evidence. None. I think they're going to come up with a way to test that now, right? Aren't they going to come up with a way to test that? They would have to. How would they? I don't know. Because weed stays in your system for a month. They would put on, like, a... 
live version of like Almond Brothers and see how long you can. Do you stand like it. this music? It's just well, the Almond Brothers are good. That's a yeah. bad example. You know, I went when I was like seventeen. I had my first opportunity to get stoned with a friend. He got some weed and a little bong, and we were like, "What we're gonna do is we're gonna go see Eraserhead." At the Moviola in downtown Cincinnati. And so it was a midnight show. We got down there. We smoked all this weed in the driving lot of the theater. (laughs) Parking lot. We call it now. Why do you always (laughs) park in a driving lot and drive in a parking lot? The driving lot is a different thing. And we got got so stoned that we could not bring ourselves to exit the car. We were just terrified of... (laughs) exiting the womb of the car and into the danger that was the world and like literally just walking you know the 25 paces <laughs> into the theater and then at some point i asked my friend i was like it was his car it was a very rundown car and i said would you mind if i masturbated in the back seat because that just seemed like something that i had to do you know that logic had it well that's a gentleman of you yeah to ask. how do you turn down a request like that I actually, at that time, I wasn't used to using my hands. I was used to, like, fucking the bed. So I fucked the back seat of his car (laughs) (laughs) while he tried to ignore me and get over the fact that we were missing. Did you guys stay friends? Oh, yeah. yeah. Wait, this guy, you jizzed (laughs) on his back seat and he was The cup holder, right? That's actually a deleted scene from Eraserhead. (laughs) I've seen... I've seen the deleted scenes, and that's like that's so it's great. Like in the future, <laughs> someone better will update be... IMDb with that. All right, that's the perfect like pre-ritual Eraserhead movie-going experience <laughs> that I've ever. Wow, heard. that's awesome, guys. I, I, my lines now are at the end of this first round. The scores are uh, the boing team nine. Freelander foxes have yeah. some respect, and Thank on you. the other to the team Black Widow. Ten. Now and then you go. <laughs> then we both go. Wow! Oh, this is so confusing. We'll I'll be let... right back with more international waters after this. Break. <laughs> <laughs> I like your radio announcer persona. Hi, this is John from Massachusetts, and I love Bullseye. I leave every show knowing more about something than I did before. And that something could be any number of topics, because the show covers everything that I didn't know I needed to know. I'm Jesse Thorne. I'll talk to comedian Tig Notaro, and I'll also sit down with musician and author John Darneal on the next Bullseye from MaximumFun.org and NPR. Welcome back! You're listening to International Waters. I'm your host, Kevin Allison. With us are Judah Friedlander and Micah Fox playing against Jenny Jaffe and Dave Hill. Now it's time for a round we're calling Star Stories. Uh, We know that a great source of outrageous stories are tell-all memoirs. So this round is all about celebrity autobiographies. In 2010, Keith Richards wrote a best-selling autobiography called Life. Uh, He takes a lot of shots at Mick Jagger, which is weird because he has to see him at work all the time. (laughs) Probably doesn't, though. Yeah, yeah, it's true. They probably work with each other very rarely. Um, But which of the following statements made Mick Jagger so upset he demanded it be cut from the book? A. 
that Mick is jealous of Keith having other male friends. B, that Mick uses a vocal coach. C, that Mick has been an unbearable person since the 1980s. Wait, there's a D. That Mick has a tiny todger, huge balls, and couldn't sexually satisfy Marianne Faithful. <laughs> yes. A, uh, the male friends one. Wow. All right. Why do you say that? Just sounds real, you know. I can imagine him not having a lot of male friends. Yeah, well, they've been friends since kindergarten or something, yeah. right? That one's really no, sweet. Since, like high yeah. school. Very charmed oh, by that come one. Come on, it's got to be kindergarten. I say D. Yeah, D. That Mick has a tiny todger, huge balls, and couldn't satisfy Mary and Faithful. Boy, 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 boy. I, yeah, I say E. Uh, that Mick's lips were created from skin flaps from his inner thigh. Whoa! Talk wow. about spider something. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> trick question, right? Trick question. It's the lips. Uh, any other guesses? Uh, I'm going to say it's either B or C. Ooh. Wow. Wow, that's hedging your bets. <laughs> not bad. Why don't you just guess A through D? <laughs> you guys already got – I'm not going to steal your thunder on those. And you are the one who wins the round because the answer is B, that Nick uses a vocal coach. There's no shame in that, I don't think. Yeah, no, the tiny Todger comment is in the book. <laughs> Mick had no problem with that. It was the vocal coach thing that had to go. It's, wow. What's the shame in having a vocal coach? That's just like, a, I mean, Serena Williams has a tennis coach, and she's good at tennis. Are you sure about that? Yeah. But they it, all have coaches. It's like she's great at tennis. Yeah. Arguably. You know, I was uh, talking to my podcast coach before mm-hmm. coming in today, <laughs> and, uh, you know, I, I've never admitted that before, but mm, now that Davey made a good point, really like, it's, it's really nothing to be embarrassed it's not about. A, yeah. so, that was, that was so risky. So this is the first time I've... You, you know, should I, go, I did talk with my podcast. Yes, you should admit that on risk. Go on risk. <laughs> a tearful <laughs> have a po- a podcast coach. That's going to go in my tell-all book of this episode. Yeah. <laughs> right here, uh, the director's commentary wow. on this episode. <laughs> um, another great part of Keith's biography, he hung out with Johnny Depp for two years without realizing it. <laughs> How did he not realize? That's it? awesome. Wait, which one didn't realize? Was he it? dressed up as Edward Scissorhands the whole time? <laughs> and he thought, wow, this guy's really unique. <laughs> My friend Jerry hung out with Chris Cornell for two hours. Holy and at shit. the conclusion of it, said, What the fuck? Is Chris Cornell going to show up or what? To Chris Cornell? To Chris Cornell and the rest of his band. Oh my God. Because uh, he was invited to band practice did and they were just sitting there bullshitting and he's like when the fuck is chris cornell gonna get here <laughs> and he's like i'm chris cornell <laughs> hilarious <laughs> true story that's great uh which brings me to the partridge family uh they, they presented an idyllic picture of great times, groovy music, and a lovely family. But in her 2013 memoir, Partridge Family matriarch Shirley Jones admits to getting into some super kinky shit. Tell me which of these is not in the book. A, that Joan Collins and her husband invited Shirley to come over, watch porn, and have an orgy. B, that her husband, Jack Cassidy, cheated on her with Cole Porter and once thought 
he was Jesus. Uh, C, that her nickname for her husband was Donk. <laughs> That's the name of my cat. Uh, because of his enormous penis. And D, that she regularly attended coke and porn parties with Sammy Davis Jr. I'm going to say B. Well, you got to go oh. boing oing oing. Boing Excellent. It's Excellent. more fun that way, right? Uh, I think B is the correct answer. Uh, it's now, the, yeah, it's which of these is not in the book. So. Yeah, I don't think that's in the book. Yeah. Well, Cole Porter, that throws you for a loop. When the hell did Cole Porter die? Yeah, the, the, the 1940s crunching the so. numbers on that, it yeah. seems a little. God damn. I'm gonna but go... then again, anything goes. <laughs> D. <laughs> yeah. That she regularly attended Coke and porn parties with Sammy Davis Jr.? Yeah. Okay. All right. Not oh. in the book. Yeah. No, it doesn't seem very Shirley. Or very Sammy. That's true. So only one of these is not in the book. Right. Yeah. I got to read this book. It sounds yeah. like a great book. This is a fantastic I had no idea. I know. I, I thought, well, that's, that's, that's pretty great. Yeah. Uh, boy, wait, wait, wait. Oh, I, yeah. I think the donk one is a real donk is not a term that's made into the vernacular until after 1985. Right. Until after I named my cat Donkey right. because I lived on a street called Onderdonk. That's right. So. All right. Yeah. I have a current, one of my boyfriends is named Dongy. Let's back that up a little. <laughs> one of my boyfriends is named, what's going on? What's your situation? You know, just poly whatever. <laughs> I love I'm that. I'm so yeah. <laughs> Half of Urban Dictionary's entries are after something Kevin Allison has done. I, I'm avoiding the amorous part. Just poly whatever. Yeah. <laughs> poly sticking my dick places. <laughs> anyway. One of my boyfriends is named Dongy, and my cat sure. is named Donkey, so it sometimes gets very confusing around and the exciting. old homestead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, guys, the answer is C. Donk wasn't her husband's nickname. It was her stepson David Cassidy's nickname. She had a nickname based on her stepson's dick size? <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yes, that is what that's saying. That's right? way crazier. Well, that's the sign that you're a real rock star that's when true. that happens. That's yeah, true. David Cassidy's right up there. Was Sean Cassidy David Cassidy's little brother? Is they were half brothers. Oh, oh, half yeah. brothers. Oh, okay. yeah. See, him I wanted to see naked back then. Now, you know, whatever. Still looks good. Does so he? he probably yeah. does. Yeah, he's I bet probably he does. a nice guy. David Cassidy's put a lot of miles on. Mm. Sean to, looks good. Sean looks good. Yeah, not. To, I didn't come here to take shots at David Cassidy, but I feel like you kind of did, though, didn't you? I mean, I remember the email. <laughs> <laughs> that was I the subject not, line. I think I will not I will leave only... until I've taken David Cassidy down a, a peg. <laughs> All right, guys. At the end of that round, the scores oh. are. Friedlander foxes are 11, and uh, Black Widow are... No, no. No, I think that's correct. I think I speak for everyone who was here not five seconds ago. (laughs) (laughs) They they couldn't hear that. It was edited out. Friedlander foxes... Okay. Look, according to my math, (laughs) we, the Friedlander foxes, are 10, and you, the Black Widow... Are at eleven, but I've never the, been good at math, so I, I, I think do you Colin's agree right with on that. That's he's correct. Fantastic, but, I, but I'm never correct on math. That's so what's got to be Colin. That's what Colin's Colin got to be right too. Excellent, guys. Oh yeah. We'll be right back. Wow. <laughs> 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 oh <my God. laughs> 
Hey, gang, guess what? Bullseye is coming to a city near you. Not just on the radio or in your pocket on a podcast. We're putting on live shows as part of our first ever world tour of several American cities. Come see live interviews, comedy, and music in Los Angeles, Boston, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Philadelphia, and Washington, D.C. in November. Tickets are going fast. You can get yours and all of the details at bullseyetour.com. That's L.A., Boston, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Philadelphia, Washington, D.C. If you live in one of those places or know someone who does, besides just the president or whatever, go to bullseyetour.com. By the way, Mr. President, if you're listening, you're totally invited on the show. And now to our final round. When did we lose you, Kevin? Was it a, what what when what year did you go off the you've rails? You never had. Me. <laughs> I like no, this. I, I love it. All right, now I know both teams have tried super hard, and I want you to know it's been <laughs> it's been as useless as tying your shoelaces to your balls. Uh, that's was uh, that an ad lib or is that on no, the sheet? No, that's that's on the that's on the script here. It's a reference to a story I told once on Risk about a time. Of course, I you did. Tied my shoes to my balls. Now, listen, mm. your efforts have been wasted because the winner of the final round or have not made. I don't know if they've been wasted or not. We'll see. <laughs> I'll go with wasted. <laughs> <laughs> As a guy who left his apartment to do this, yeah, I'll go with wasted. <laughs> the winner of the final round receives one million points. Oh, wow. One million what? points. I played y'all for fools. Oing, oing, oing. Uh, I'm going to go with B. Okay, great. <laughs> you? No. The, this this round is called Risky Business. We're going to have our own little version of risk only as a game. With one small difference, your stories can be completely made up. You're going to work in teams, holy cow, to pitch me a two-minute story. As the host of Risk and a storytelling teacher, I'm going to be on hand to help you get the riskiest stuff out of it. And at the end, I'll decide which story has the most high-stakes risk factor, and that team will get all the points, all right? So, uh, Micah and Judah, uh, you— Present. You guys Here. are you guys are ahead, right? So yep, I'm going to yep, have— 11 yep. to 10. I'm gonna have you guys go first. I'm putting two minutes on the clock. I want you to pitch me a We're story. We're actually behind. We're actually behind. Uh, <laughs> They're leading. Uh, what? Oh well, doesn't yeah. matter. You, <laughs> doesn't you, matter. Wait, this is for a million points. I, I you, you, you really wait, live so in the, the moment, don't you? Are we? <laughs> so since we go first, are we the only team that gets a shot at the million points? Uh, absolutely. Oh, no, cool. I don't. Know. I think both teams wow. will pitch a story now. But okay. the, but you're gonna get. They're gonna use the name of a story that's already been on risk called Bears, Booze, and Balls. Uh, and you guys have got to pitch me a story that fits about that. bears, booze, bears, and balls. booze, and balls. Uh, your time starts now. Uh, so there they were. There's nine scrappy young kids <laughs> lined up to play t-ball, and uh, they were called the balls. <laughs> and take it, Judah. Yeah, you know when a ten-year-old uh, little league team is called the balls, it it either works. For them right. or against them as far as their confidence level goes. <laughs> but And usually it goes, no, no, that, that was actually the coach uh, giving yeah. the pep talk right there. And then, uh, but, uh, you know, usually it's not that much confidence. But when, you, when the coach gives these 10-year-old kids uh, a lot of beer, 
you know, sure. in, in the dugout. And, you know, because, you know, you want kids to become responsible adults. So I think sure, they should start drinking at an earlier age. Sure. And, and it that's, that's that... what our baseball team did when we were kids. That's right. The the balls, they, they almost do. And when you go out to intensify that maturity, the whole audience uh, booed them. There's our booze. And, uh, you know, they uh, they cried at the home plate, and everyone wanted them to lose. Did anyone have elephantitis of the balls? <laughs> boy, 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 boy. <laughs> you know, on the, I'm going to digress for a second. On the uh, on the TV edition of uh, uh, Breakfast Club, uh-huh. John Nelson's character has a line where he says, uh, I'm looking at a picture of a guy with elephantitis of the balls. And on the TV edit, they go, I'm looking at a picture of the guy with elephantitis of the butt. <laughs> it was just a horrible dub. And I'm like, why? Why is one okay and why is not? And just like the voices like didn't match at all. And like, like so, but uh, yeah, no, but for real. When, I, when, I, when we were when we were little kids, we did play on the same uh, little league team. That's and, right. Uh, we went we went for a camp and uh, and a bear did attack. Uh, the coach and uh, holy shit! All right, guys, and, uh, that's time. Time's oh. up. Time's oh, right. up. There was a so that time was your pitch. <laughs> Doing a complete digression of something else probably wasn't the best. The uh, breakfast club. Yeah, probably not the best strategy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, you guys are up now, team. Uh, Dave and Jenny, I'd like you to pitch a story using the title of another risk story. Uh, this story was called "You Say Penis, I Say." Pinus, your time starts now. And just very quickly, you're judging this. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, let me start it. Go for okay, it. Okay. It, it was just past midnight, and uh, Lee Huang <laughs> had, was so happy. <laughs> Lee Huang, a hairless Chinese boy, had, was so excited <laughs> to have just turned eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm he, liking this already. He found himself. Where Where is the L train? He said to a random man in Bushwick. <laughs> Take it. Uh, you said. Uh, well, not you. This random red hair man said. Uh, <laughs> said. Uh, well, the L's not running, but uh, I live pretty close nearby, and I just baked a pie with some big nuts on it. You seem and- sleepy. <laughs> Do you want to come back and uh, for some double F? Which What's... it's a thing Kevin just told us. It's that's right. Fist, fist fucking because because Friedlander foxes were thinking of going with double F, but I I staved. That them means off. fist I was fucking. Like, let's not let's not ruin a perfectly good expression. Yeah, it doesn't mean flashback Friday. And my I'm... right. Wow. So uh, that was my contribution. Okay. <laughs> And then, um, uh, wait, penis, you say penis, I say pinus. Yeah. So I said he made a pie, so that was where we tied the pie oh, in. Oh, Yeah. And, um, then, uh, he, he was like, hang on, I got a text message. And Kevin, the guy, was like, oh, who's that? He's like, oh, it's my twin brother. Uh, he's not my real brother, but he is Chinese, and he just turned 18, too. Uh, he's lost. Can he come over too? He's really sore. He just got back from getting a full body wax. Yeah, but me, I'm already hairless, so just that's naturally. not an issue. 
Oh, that's the end. That was by far the winner. That was a masterpiece. Well, we're, we're pandering a yeah, little bit. I'd like to say I didn't understand we were telling a story. <laughs> so when he gave the directions, I and didn't said, understand. I was hosting said, a show. A story. I think he's. I was. Yeah, thinking I just understand that. Part. A lot of, yeah, a lot of people would be thrown by that. <laughs> I heard group words together until two minutes have passed. That, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm tallying points, and it looks like wow, Black Widow. Wait, we is should check the in winter. with Colin, though. Not the winter. The oh, winner. oh, I get. Oh, yeah, because we won. We got a million, we got a million points. points. Oh, yeah. You there's like a, a there's points. some like golden snitch. What are the losers happening? Win? Yeah, well, we maybe we get two million points yeah. for coming in second. <laughs> um, I mean, you just told us what the best story sure. gets. What does well, the worst story get? Maybe um, we get more. A kick in the nuts, guys. Wow. Just a swift kick in the nuts. And Ooh. if you're not into that sort of thing. You're out of luck. Oh. This is off topic. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. As a guy who's seemingly now, can you just go back to just regular stuff? Can, yeah. Could you could you go out and be like, hey, you want to get pizza and make out, and no one's gonna? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do anything Especially weird. Especially because I'm about to turn 46, and you know, a lot of this stuff gets a little tiring. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you gotta rest up. Well, they talk about settling down yeah. when you get older. It's not just about picking a mate and just taking easy. Sometimes sexually, you gotta like, yeah. all right, just settle down, get untie <laughs> hey, those keep, shoes from keep your it balls. Simple, yeah, yeah, keep it simple. Yeah. All right, guys. Now, before we finish, do you guys have anything you want to plug and to offset the ego karma? Maybe also something else you you know would like to recommend uh, that uh, someone else has made. Judah Friedlander, uh, you have a new book, If the Raindrops United, available for pre-order and in stores on October 20th. That's correct. It's a new book I made. It's 208 pages, hardback. It's all drawings and cartoons. Uh, and I did all the drawings and cartoons and the writing. And it's like, I'd say it's like 90 95% comedy. Of that 95%, I'd say maybe 40% of it is sort of like dark satire with dealing with like... You know, human rights issues, whether it's classism, racism, other types of fascism. And then I'd say about like maybe three, four percent is just serious, like a dramatic punchline hmm. kind of thing. So, yeah, that's in stores October 20th. That sounds awesome. And then uh, com is the website. At Judah World Champ is me on uh, social media. And I'll be doing stand up and book tours starting October 20th, too. I have Rock a question. Yeah. Yes. Is the title related to what's in the book, or is it just a sweet title? It's it's actually one of the drawings in the book. Oh, okay. yeah. The cover is uh, is a uh, the, the the cartoon that it's referring to is this giant raindrop that's about I don't know forty city blocks in diameter. Mm, so oh, basically, wow. if all the rain all the little raindrops got together and united, they can have a lot of power and ah. destroy a whole city. So it's oh, sort of like a really metaphor good. for people coming together. That's awesome. Yeah. I like that. For good or bad. That's really good. Because <laughs> so. I was going to say, if that were just the title yeah. and it had nothing to do, do with the book, I already would have been sold. Mm. Oh, wow. Cool. And Thanks, now that man. it's a thing, I'm like, yeah, yeah. next level. A, a bonus. Thanks. All right. Oh, any, anything you want to recommend people check out otherwise? Uh, yeah, I got to think about that. Well, I'll, I'll recommend this movie. It's a cool movie. You might dig it, uh, since I heard what you guys were talking about earlier. It's a documentary about uh, host boys in uh, Japan. 
Oh. Uh, who are it's called the great happiness space. i've seen that yeah it's a really it's good movie great. yeah it's about um these guys uh who they're called host boys they have the bar and they make money by not having sex with their female clients but like acting like a boyfriend oh, for the yeah. night to them but they oh, yeah. don't have sex yeah right. and then uh, and these women are gorgeous, and you're like, and they're spending thousands of dollars on these guys, and they basically get the women to buy them drinks at their bar for outrageous prices. <laughs> yeah. And then once in a while, sometimes they do have sex with them, but they try not to because then they're afraid they might lose them as a client. And some of these women, uh, well, like one of them's engaged and stuff, and and then you're like, like, why are these like gorgeous women spending all this money with them? And then about halfway through the movie, or a little bit more. It's revealed that eighty percent of their female clients are prostitutes. Yeah. So these are women who oh, work, who oh. are they're in the sex business. You uh-huh. know, they have sex for a living, but they can't get love. Oh. So they have to buy love. Wow. It's, it's really Netflix? sad. It's, I don't know where it is, but it's called the Great Happiness Space. It's, it's a great documentary. Really smart and very, you know, just mentally and you know, just very interesting movie. Yeah, yeah. it's amazing. It's amazing. Yeah. If I can add to that. I, I saw that, and I concur. It's great. The When I went to Japan, you walk by all these clubs, and there's photos of these guys who look like they're John Bon Jovi after the perm <clears throat> and with tanned. And, it, you, and it's so weird. It makes no sense. The frame pictures of all these guys, and there's the same older guy with a thin mustache in every window, and he's sort of like the pimp of all these places. Yeah, there's a certain section in Tokyo where there, apparently where there's a lot of these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and like when you walk Post out clubs. early yeah. in the morning, you see these guys just walking home like ragged, like 7 yeah. in the morning. And I asked, I was on tour over there, and I asked the tour manager, I was like, what's the deal with these clubs? And he's like, they're host clubs. And I was like, so they're gay bars? And he explained like what they are, and yeah. I bloom. I'm like, what? Yeah, it's very, very interesting. Yeah, yeah. very. You it's know. incredible, and yeah. the movie's great. Yeah. You know what? But I... get my book. But get my yeah, book. The yes, book you know. Yeah, the book. Yeah. If the rain but anyways, drops, yeah. you. I thought it was a really cool movie. Yeah, that's so, awesome. Yeah. You know, on that, I'm supposed to recommend something too, so I might as well recommend. This is not funny at all. Just like that's yeah. a serious movie, but there's a movie called Very Young Girls about girls who are stuck in underage girls, underage girls stuck in prostitution here in New York city. And it's so moving because, you know, we live here, you walk past girls who are, you know, just like, Oh, you're, you're a junior high school school student. And you don't know the behind the scenes story of what's going on with some of these kids. It's a really powerful, there's a, there's a, uh, a, a, Agency called Gems, G-E-M-S, that produced the movie and helps these girls get out of it. So uh, I'm trying wow. to I'm trying to get some of those girls to share their stories who have gotten older on risk. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> um, Micah Fox, what would you like to plug? Just check me out on social media, M-Y-K-A-F-O-X, and uh, check out my podcast This Week in Jackin. On Cave Comedy Radio, we uh, have people on and we ask them what they masturbate to from the very first Jack to the last. And we've had some incredible uh, uh, guests. I, I've been on it against uh, my better uh, judgment. Uh, you yeah. can hear what Dave Hill Jack's to. It's not a secret. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. Now, Dave, did we already talk about what you have to plug? No. Oh, dear God. Well, you are opening for Snoop Dogg. October 23rd at Austin City Limits Moody Theater. I've been, my debut comedy album, Let Me Turn You On, is out now on a special thing records. I have a book coming up. It's my second, not to. You already have a few books out, don't you? This dude? one is actually my second book. That's my second's not out until May. So 
Mm. But uh, what else? I don't Anything know. Anything you want to recommend that other people have Dave done? Dave Hill Online. Like Micah's show? I, Micah's show is great. I would say uh, <laughs> that I, I just saw Call Me Lucky, Bobcat uh, oh. Goldthwaite's documentary about Barry Crimmins. Did you see that? No, I heard it's great. It's I, I need to great. see it. Yeah, I heard That's it's awesome. Bobcat is great. Read uh, Adam Resnick's book, Will Not Attend. Uh, listen to Mike Adams at His Honest Weight and the new I Hate God record. And uh, those are the things I like. That sounds great. How about Jenny Jaffe over here? Uh, so you can follow me on Twitter at Jenny Jaffe. Um, also, uh this is not comedy, but uh, it's really important to me. I'm the founder of a nonprofit organization called Project You Are Okay. Uh, we create digital content for teens and young adults struggling with mental illness. And awesome. uh, it's um, a really big library uh, right now of videos. A lot of comedians uh, have done videos for us. And um, check us out at projecturok.org or on social media at projecturokay. And for things I want to recommend i'm gonna go october themed mm. uh there is an awesome documentary on i think on netflix it's called the american scream and it's about people who get really into home haunts mm. which uh is people who like build these elaborate haunted houses in their backyard mm. and it follows the story of this guy who's like the walter white of home haunts who like he drove his family just totally crazy because he's so into building these hyper elaborate haunted houses and it's like it's kind of like this really tragic tale of just like a man whose obsession has like split his family in two but uh it's a really good movie and really thematic awesome all right guys we're gonna have links to everyone's plugs and recommendations in the episode description so dave hill jenny jaffe judah friedlander micah fox thanks for playing international waters and you with the headphones. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time on International Waters Bar. <laughs> <laughs>